0: Welcome to another episode of the Comedy Mom Podcast. I am Katie Ipok, your comedy mom. And I will start off by being really honest. I'm recording this at almost three in the morning. We had a really good show tonight and then I went dancing after. Um, and usually dancing helps alleviate kind of my post-show adrenaline. Um, but the dancing I did tonight was also really good. So now I have a little bit of post-show adrenaline plus post-dancing adrenaline. Um, and so I figured let's just get, let's do this week's podcast. It's like two days late uh, because my husband, bless his little nerd heart, um, has been super in to a new game he's playing. And so he has been staying up super late playing it. So I haven't really been able to get a podcast recorded and it actually, it probably doesn't hurt that I sat on this for a little bit because today I want to talk about bombing and having a rough show. And I decided I wanted to do this Wednesday night, because the open mic that we did on Wednesday, I bombed hard. I was hosting, and I I was doing little bits in between everybody. And honestly, it felt like I was eating a dick all night long. It sucked. And I I could make a lot of excuses about it. You know, the audience, new material, blah, blah, blah. And first of all, don't ever make excuses for bombing. And if you're going to make excuses for bombing, never blame the audience. I don't care what audience you were put in front of. I don't care what the circumstances are. It is never the audience's fault if you can't make them laugh. I. That's, that's, we'll just put that right now. Don't ever blame the audience. You know, you can... <laughs> you might not have been the right comic for that demographic, but our goal as comedians, especially if you're looking to really pursue this is to be able to land a room, no matter who is in it. So never blame the audience. And when it comes to bombing, like sometimes guys, and you know, I'm going to back up a little, once again, this podcast is for people in their first year comedy, people who are just starting out. Um, So that's, you know, the rest of this advice is kind of geared towards that. And especially when you're in the beginning of your journey, sometimes bombing just happens. You can have the perfect audience for you, worked out your material until it's perfect in your mind, You did everything you could to set yourself up for success, and you still bombed. And the thing is, you learn way more from bombing than you do from having a good set. And anytime I bomb, like Wednesday <laughs> and Thursday too, though Thursday was a little different. Um, I always have to remind myself that when you sharpen a knife, you have to grind it against something rough. And so when you have a rough set or an audience that's not tailored to you, or in the case of Wednesday night, we had a bunch of people at our open mics that were there for another event, been stayed after, um, and they weren't exactly there for comedy. Um, So it was a rough room and I became a better comic because I went through that rough room and I bombed and I had a rough set because you cannot sharpen your skills um, unless you go through rough rooms. And honestly, bombing is exactly what open mics are for. I know, especially as a new comic, you want to go to open mics and you want to always do good. You want to run your greatest hits. You want to do amazing But doing great in an open mic doesn't make you a better comic. Bombing in an open mic is what makes you a better comic. Caveat to this is don't intentionally attempt to bomb. Like, that doesn't help you. Um, When I think about this stuff, I always think about my stepdad. He was a, well, I think he still is a national ski patroller, but he was a patroller for like 30 years at, you know, the local um, ski resort. And so I grew up skiing, though I never got good at it. But, you know, I I used to get really frustrated because I I would fall when I would ski. Because again, I'm not a great skier. And my stepdad always told me, like, if you aren't falling down, you're not becoming a better skier. And that's exactly what open mics are about. If you're not failing at an open mic, it means that you're not growing as a comic. You're not trying new things. You're not stretching yourself. And that's exactly what an open mic is for. And as a booker, as a producer, I'm going to tell you, like, I get frustrated when my A bench comics or my B bench comics come to open mics and they're not bombing. Like, they're, or I should say, they're not trying new things. They're not stretching themselves. They're not doing new material. Like, if you're one of my, you know, comics on my bench and you're consistently going to open mic and you're not, you know, putting yourself in a position to have those rough sets then you're not using open mics to their advantage. Granted, you should do open mics no matter what. Um, so if you haven't prepped anything new or you don't have anything to work on, you should still go do your greatest hits. You should uh, do one open mic a week no matter what. But open mics are for failing. They're for falling. They're for... Um, open mics are for having rough sets, right? Right. And in the end, when we talk about bombing, whether it's in an open mic or in a showcase, bombing is not the end of the world, right? Bombing happens to everybody. I think the biggest light bulb moment I had about bombing is I was watching the documentary, The Comedian, about Jerry Seinfeld. And it was all about how, you know, after Seinfeld ended, Jerry Seinfeld decided to get back into stand-up. But he wanted to start fresh. So he scratched all of his material and he was writing new stuff. And you watch him go into shows and just bomb, just eat a dick, right? And if Jerry Seinfeld can bomb, then all of us bomb. It happens. That's part of what we do as comics. So first thing I want to say about bombing is don't take it personally, right? Um, I always think about the sentence, don't get bitter, just get better course I think about it because of RuPaul's drag race, but I think it came from somebody else. Um, don't get bitter, just get better. And when it, you know, when it comes to bombing, especially when we talk about like audiences that aren't, you know, responding well to your material, take that as feedback, right? Don't make excuses for it. Don't, um, don't take it personally. Don't make excuses. Take it as feedback, right? That's just a moment that you're grinding your knife against something rough and you're going to be a better comic if you listen to basically what the audience is telling you and adjust accordingly. And this is exactly why you should record every set you do. So that way you can watch these bad sets. And so you can see why was the audience giving you that feedback? You know, I, tonight we were at General Duffy's in Redmond and I've been working on some new material. And so I took some material that I'd written and two weeks ago. Well, a week ago when we were at Porter, this new chunk landed beautifully. And so I took it to general Duffy's and it didn't land as well. And this is where do what I say, not what I do. I forgot to record that set. So now I can't, And but I recorded Porter. And so I can't look at that set and see what did I do different? What, you know, I can't, accurately take that audience's feedback and figure out how to be better. Um, What record every set you do and watch your bad sets way more than the good ones. Watching your good sets really doesn't do you a lot of good, but watching your bad sets, your bombs, you're going to learn so much. And I mean, okay. So when it comes to anything, stand up, not stand up, whatever, in the end success is really going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Right. So as a comic, you should, you know, getting better as a comic sometimes is going from a rough set to a rough set and still being willing to get back up on that stage. And that's why the greatest trait of a comic to me is resilience. It's someone's ability to get back on stage after a rough set and keep going. You know, I experienced that this week. I had a really rough open mic on Wednesday, and then we had a really rough show on Thursday. Um, Not only did I bomb as a comic, but as a producer, um, it was just a rough show altogether. And so, you know, basically two bombs back to back is a hard for any comic. And today we had another show at another place and I had to put on my big girl panties, you know, get away from, you know, the bitter and the God I bummed twice in a row and go into that room tonight's room with a fresh, you know, fresh eyes and fresh heart, And, and it's not easy. You know, when you, And you're going to have streaks like that. I see comics have these streaks all the time where, you know, they have a rough set and it kind of snowballs. There's one comic in particular, bless his heart. um, He had a, so we do a roast battle every year and he had a really rough time at a roast battle one year and it took him six months or so to fully snap out of it. It's like he took that with him and it, it, it mind him. I finally, I finally took him off to the side. And again, you guys have probably heard me, you know, reference the movie Top Gun a thousand times. But um, I told him. I asked him if he'd ever seen Top Gun, and you know, I told him, you know, there's a there's a scene in Top Gun, right, where Maverick um, is in front of the board of inquiry, and they basically tell him that he's, uh, spoiler alert, I guess he's not. Um, it wasn't his fault. The, you know, the accident wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Goose died. And then, um, the, Oh man, I can't. Anyway, the one character was like put Maverick back in the air. Right. And so Maverick gets back into the, the cockpit, he gets back into his plane and he won't engage. He won't shoot. He won't, he's, he's busted. And I told my comic I'm like you're Maverick right now in that exact situation. What happened in the rose battle wasn't your fault, but you cannot reengage. And I'm going to keep putting you back in the air until you reengage. engage <laughs> like, and it was one of those it's probably the only example of a time that I have consistently put somebody on stage, knowing that they might not have a rough, they might not have a good set, which is not something I usually like to do. I don't like to set comics up for success. I don't like them, I don't like to put them in a room unless I know that room's gonna be good for them. Um, but in this situation, I just kept putting Maverick up in the air. And finally, after six months, he finally re-engaged. And I will tell you right now, that guy is doing phenomenal. But it's a perfect example of what happens sometimes when you bomb, right? It can get hard to get back into your plane. It can get hard to re-engage, especially if you have a couple bombs in a row. You know what we do, and you know this, you're a performer. I don't have to tell you, we all have egos, which I call performers hearts. It's a nicer way to put it. And if you're doing what you should be doing, especially right now with what audiences want and writing material that is very authentic to you and puts you in a very vulnerable position, when you bomb, it can feel very personal. It can feel very raw. It can sometimes feel a reje- feel like a rejection, not of just your material, but of you as a person. And again, this goes back to what I was saying before bombing is not the end of the world. Don't take it personally. I know that advice is hard. <laughs> um, and so it can be hard to get back on stage. It can. Uh but do it. Cause that is the greatest trait of a comic. You know, what, what we do even, you know, and you could argue that, you know, there's comedy competitions and there's roast battles. So you are competing with other comics or depending on how big or small your scene is, or, you know, how many slots there are. Sometimes it can feel like you're competing with other comics for paid work, but in the end, the only person you're really competing against yourself and your ability to push through bombing and writer's block and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, some quick advice about when you're bombing. Um especially, you know, this this can be tough when you're new. Um when you're doing open mics, you know, sometimes especially if you're really in the beginning of your journey, you don't have other material to work with or if you're in your first showcase, you only have 10 to 15 minutes of material. But the first advice I'll give you is it's okay to change direction. Right. Like if in, you know, I know a lot of comics that really like to stick to whatever set list they put together, or they, they really have this stubborn mind that like, this was the material they plan to do. So they're going to do it. It is okay to change direction. And you know what? There is even no harm in bailing out of a joke halfway through. Like if you see, it's not doing good. Take a drink of water and just change gears. It is okay to change direction. Um, Again, never turn on the audience, right? Bombing is never the audience's fault. I mean, there's going to be some people that are going to argue with that. They're going to give me examples of when they did everything right, but it was the audience's fault. It's never the audience's fault. You might not have been the best comic for that audience. Maybe your material wasn't great for that demographic, but it is never the audience's fault if you're not doing well. Um, and honestly, sometimes with bombing, you have to learn to enjoy it. I think, I think the comics that were with me at the show Thursday night, um, which honestly we were having equipment issues. So it was making, making it hard for all of us. Um, so it was turning into a bombing set. And honestly, I think, I think some of us just started to enjoy the ride down. You know, if if we're going to, if it's going to be rough and we know we don't have everyone's attention and, you know, we're fighting against a wall, then enjoy it, play with it, have a good time. Sometimes you just have to learn to, enjoy. Oh, that was my cat. <sighs> Thanks, Henry. Sometimes you just have to learn to enjoy the ride down. The one thing I'll say about this is, is I know some comics in my scene who, if they're having rough sets, they will double down and they will do their most provocative shocking material. Cause in their head, the audience is not with them. So why try to please them? Right. And as comics, sometimes the really dark, really inappropriate stuff is our favorite stuff to do. And so, you know, if you know, no, if you know that no matter what, no matter what all the material you have in your pocket, isn't going to get the audience on your side, you might as well do what you want to do. I would say, just be careful with that. You know, it's not, that's not the best advice, but at the same time, if you're bombing, you know, learn to enjoy the ride down. It happens. So, that's it, guys. Like, so guess what? So, you bombed tonight. Congratulations. Honestly, congratulations. You're going to learn and grow from that. You're going to be a better comic because when you bomb, you learn something, right? Or at least you should, if you're not being an egotistical piece of shit, if you're not, you know, if you're not blaming other people, if you were doing all basically exactly what this podcast is about and not getting bitter and not blaming other people and taking that bomb as feedback, you're going to be a better comic because you walk through that fire. So every time you bomb is a good thing. You're just sharpening, sharpening your knife. You're sharpening, you're sharpening. Wow. That word is hard for me. Sharpening your tool against that rough stone. So don't be afraid of it. Don't take it personally. You're going to be okay. Um, if you're in an open mic, that's exactly what open mics are for. Bombing is fine. You know, the, absolutely the only time it's critical This is to me and I'm a small town comic. This is not advice for LA, but the only time to me that it's super critical for you to land and excel at every open mic you do is if you're trying to get booked by somebody and they're watching you. For me, once I fully pass a comic, which for me is not just when I book them for their first showcase, but if they do well in that showcase, right? So they get on my bench. Once somebody gets on my bench, I no longer care how well they do in an open mic. I just care that they go. Um, Because again, bombing in an open mic is what's going to make you a better comic. And that's the goal here. I need you to bomb in the open mic so you have everything you need and everything figured out so you don't bomb in my show. So it's okay. It's okay to bomb in front of me. I'm a booker, I'm a producer, I make decisions about how much stage time people get all the time, it's okay to bomb in front of me, so I imagine it's okay to bomb in front of other people. And that's it, guys. Ref sets happen. I just, I just had one. Uh, Tonight was good, it wasn't the best, but again, I'm also, you know, working on new material, so when you're working on new material, sometimes... You know, I'm not throwing out my A-bench greatest hits right now. I'm sharpening, against, you know, this new stuff against a stone. So, you know, my material has to work on it. I think people, so hopefully if you're doing comedy, you have noticed something by now. A big name comic does a big tour, like a national tour. And then as soon as that tour is over, they ref, they release like a Netflix special, right? The material in that Netflix special is what those comics toured with. So these comics, they developed an hour of material. They're probably in their home, their home cities, at their quote unquote home clubs, going to the open mics, doing shows, working out new material. They get a new hour of it, then they take it on tour, sharpen it against every demographic the United States has to offer, and then they release the Netflix special. You are going to have a very similar journey when you write jokes. You're going to write them at home. You're going to take them to open mic. You're going to sharpen it at open mic until it's ready for a paid show. You're going to run it through paid shows, and it's still going to get sharpened. You know, it can take a while for a joke to be good. And honestly, a joke is never fully finished. There's always something you can do with it. So bombing's going to happen. Happens to me. Happens to everybody. Don't take it personally. Don't get bitter. Use it to get better you are okay. It is okay. There is no harm. The audience was not rejecting you as a person. Everything's okay. So as always, (laughs) take your vitamins, take good care of yourself. Don't be a dick on stage.